0: A few months ago, funny enough, I asked God in the creation, what was his heart towards man? What was his intention towards man? What did he experience when he created man? And what he gave me was a glimpse of who man was created to be in the first place the authority that was laid at his feet, the, the, the mind of God that was placed in him. He showed me what man was intended to be. So I'm gonna attempt to explain what he showed me. Bear with me, amen? You were born from the wombs of my fingers. Sculpted from the souls of precious stones that I hid beneath the earth, forged behind your bones, you have no idea what you are worth. Your mind is made up of the broken wings of overeating angels so that you know that your thoughts carry weight. Your feet are the stampedes of fallen giants with the authority to crush everything that I have set underneath them. I crafted your hands to be broken vessels, overloaded with the riches of my glory until they are too full to keep it to themselves. I crafted miracles to be your strength. The wonders of Egypt flow through your veins like the waves of a red sea testifying that you are a part of me but that was after my breath crafted your soul from tears of glass to be a mirror image of everything I see in myself because your life is a reflection of my glory so walk with the understanding that I molded you with purpose canvassed over your soul like clay that is only able to stand if it stays in the potter's hands to be held and if you do I promise you. That I will never ever let you go.
1: Glory be to God, glory, glory be to God. We are continuing on in our series. Let me stop for a moment. Let's give God praise for the choirs, the male chords, for leading us in the worship. Hallelujah. For the spirit of God as in this place. It's good to see Wayne, Wayne Brown back on the drum. Doctors treated the problem, but God healed the problem. Hallelujah. It's good. Uh, yeah, your your bass was rocking my office back there. I said, he's back. <laughs> it's good to have you back, amen. It's good that you are here. Allow me to step into this this morning as we move forward in what God has for us to deal with, amen. We are reading from Genesis chapter 2, verse 9 through, ah, chapter 2, verse 5 through 9. We're reading now The Alpha 5 will come up on the screen for you. And it reads as such in our hearing. When no plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herbs of the field has yet sprung up, For the Lord had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth. There was no man to till the ground. But there went up a mist, a fog, a vapor from the land. And it was God's watering system that watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man in the midst from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the the breath or the spirit of life. Said, breathe on me, Lord. Breathe in me, Lord. Breathe breathe in me, Lord. And man became a living being. Take me up the next verse. And the Lord God planted a garden towards the east in Eating, which means delight, and it also means pleasure, out of the Hebrew. And, and, and there he put man whom he formed, framed, constituted. Amen. Amen. Father, even out of the mighty name Jesus, F will set me aflame. Move me out of self and allow me to, to preach flowing in your spirit. So there will be an anointing on every word, every phrase, every sentence, every thought for speaking to our innermost being. Lord saturate this place with with a such an anointing that our spiritual eyes and our spiritual ears will become open, open, open. Father, I pray this morning that the devices of Satan will be stopped, that the yoke of the enemy will be destroyed, that even as I preach, that chains will fall off. For your glory, Lord Jesus, For your glory, Lord Jesus. For your glory. Lord, even now. Lord, even now. Lord, take me there. Even. Even now. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Amen. Amen. On last week, we dealt with the order of relationships. Hopefully, you walked out of here with an understanding that, that the first and most important relationship that you must establish is with your creator, (laughs) that unless that is foremost, uh, unless that is number one in your life, then nothing else in your life will go right. Uh, Come on, y'all. Y'all need to talk to me. See, see, all of us have been running around trying to find our place, but, but when this is not right, everything else is out of place. You cannot have proper relationship with the things of this world. You can't have proper relationship with husband or wife. You can't even have proper relationship with anybody else until this relationship finds its preeminence, its its number one spot in our lives. We're learning, we're learning that God formed Adam in his presence. He, He blew his spirit into Adam. And when Adam woke up, he was in God's presence. His first experience, his primary experience was God. We, we said that he built Eve, and, and when she woke up, when he blew, when he, when he, when he built her, her, her body, built her, her soul and spirit for taking, him, taking her out of idol, when she woke up, uh, her first experience was God. We have to begin to learn how to walk in his presence. How can I say this? Let me, let me help some of us. God is not a faraway God, way up there. He's right here, right now. <laughs> you have to cultivate your spirit until He's more real than the clothes you got on. You, you got, you, if God is a faraway God, it's because if you're if you're a child of God, you haven't cultivated your spirit being to sense. Him right now, right here, right now. You gotta want him more than you want anything else. And he said, "When you seek me with all of your heart, I'll show, I'll show up, and I'll show out." It's funny when when God shows up. It doesn't matter who don't show up. <laughs> It's funny. You, find, you think you're by yourself? Just get in his presence and you recognize you can be single and satisfied. Yeah. Uh, oh. 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 <laughs> Watch this. My question to God is, okay, well, after you've formed him, he's in your presence, and we got that first relationship established. Why do you put him in Eden? Why do you now establish in him the relationship with the planet you made for him? Uh (laughs) What's going on here? Why, Why didn't you give him Eve first? Why, 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 why the... Why are they going? Well, what are you doing? Because I know you, Lord. I know you don't do anything without a purpose. I know that you're trying to show us how you made the man. And And for some reason, you put him in the garden, give him work, give him vision, give him purpose. It is establishing something that we need to know about the man. Well, why did you put Eve in the garden next? Why did you show Eve that Eve's second experience is man, not the garden? But with man, you put him out and put him in the garden and said, "Now this is your kingdom." All right. All right. All right. What is it about the the male that you make that he needs? He needs. He needs vision. He needs work. He needs to, he needs, he needs to, to sense who he is. It's not saying that, that it's more important than his relationship with his wife, but it is saying, ladies, that unless a man know who he is, he don't know how to be your man. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, God is establishing something. He knows the psyche. He knows the psychological makeup of how he made us. All right, all right. He didn't just make you spirit, but you are soul. There's a difference between, in, in psychology, there's a difference between brain and mind. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The brain is that brain matter that look like white scrambled eggs. That's the brain. But your mind is that ability of you to know that you exist. The mind is that which thinks and have emotions and feelings. That mind, that soul part is connected to your feelings. That, 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 that has needs also. All right. Amen. Not only do we need shelter and food and water, but there are emotional uh-huh. needs that unless they are fulfilled, we're going to find how to fulfill them in, in, in the world or with other people. And it causes us to act out of ourselves. See, if we don't have proper relationship with the world around us, the world around us, instead of it being a blessing, we become a curse. Like, can I go? Can I go a little bit deeper? The reason why the world is the way it is, because we're trying to find who we are in a world that we were supposed to be, have authority over and now it has authority over us. <laughs> well, we're trying to find who we are in relationship to the world without having a relationship with God. Yes, and whenever we, we move God out of place, other things will rise up and we're trying to fulfill our emotional needs with things that can never fulfill it. How can I say this? Not some of us are hurt, all of us are hurt. How I know that? Well, you grew up in a broken world with broken people in a broken family, around broken friends, with a school with broken people, with broken teachers. You go to work with broken co workers. You go to church with broken church members. You, you're listening to a broken preacher. And whether you know it or not, we all have been hurt by somebody. And when we are out of order with God, we allow things, circumstances, and people to define who we are. I I got a question for you. What's your mirror? What's your mirror that shows you you? When I was was out there in the streets doing what I was doing, I would brush my teeth without looking at myself in the mirror. (laughs) See, because I knew I was doing stuff that was against what I've been taught. I had accepted the Lord when I was younger, but I was living everything but what I was supposed to. So when I brushed my teeth, I avoided looking at myself and... Oh, shut your mouth. I don't, I don't expect a whole lot of amens. Hold on now, don't, don't, don't leave me now, don't, don't leave me now. You can be a Christian and still don't look yourself in the mirror. We, we, we have lost the sense of our identity, so, so, so something on the inside, so, so we don't even like ourselves, so we don't look at ourselves in the mirror, because Satan stole from us. Huh. Adam and Eve started hiding when they took their eyes off of God. And, 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 and we, are, we are hiding. No, 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 pastor, I'm here. No, you, what you want me to see is here. The image that you want me to, to you, well, I hide. Crying on the inside, but smell it. And the truth of the matter, we've all been there. From a psychology standpoint, and psychology is simply the study of the mind, the study of human behavior, the pattern of which we see in human beings. Psychologists says that, and this will vary who you read, they said that there are at least six to seven psychological needs. And, and, and our whole life is, is trying to fulfill these needs. When God put Adam in the garden, everything he needed was there. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Ladies, let me explain something to you. Your man needs to have a purpose for his life that he wants you to join into. See, see, we got a problem right there. I I just heard. I got my own purpose. So wonder we're not one. So, 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 so wonder. Listen, when when God places things, there is a pattern, there is a matter in which it works. When you don't follow the pattern of matter, it doesn't work. When we don't understand each other's needs, it doesn't work. When we don't really, okay, ladies, you don't know him. Fellas, you don't know her. Because we think that we are just like one another let me explain something the second thing God gave Adam gave Eve was relationship the second thing he gave man was vision and purpose so therefore you think that we're going to talk all day but I can't stand too much talking Hold on, let me let me explain. You've been given twenty-five thousand words today. I've been given five. <laughs> let me explain. Two little girls playing, and it's verbal. Lord, it's verbal. Lord, is If you got three little girls at the house, I feel sorry for you. Lawrence, where are you? Oh, here's at the eight o'clock. When you got a house full of women? (laughs) Now, am I telling the truth? But what? When you was a little girl, you did. Did you have it? What? Why are you talking to me when I'm preaching? <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> we wasn't in conversation. Do I need to say any more? Did you hear a man say anything? Thank you for stepping right in there. I love you. (laughs) It's amazing how God proves my point. It's so amazing. We didn't rehearse that, did we? She ain't talking no more. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on, I'm moving on. Girls will go into conversation as little girls and boys, boom, boom, truck, noise, sounds. Girls get an argument. You're not my best friend no more. (laughs) Well, you was not my best friend first. (laughs) Boys, fight. What you got to understand is this. The way he made us is different. And unless we know each other's need, we don't know how to come at a point of agreement. Uh The man has to come and talk with her, but also the wife got to know that you got to give him some space. Uh You got to know that when you're ready to talk about a high issue, he goes to anger. You know exactly what you feel. He has to think about it. Okay, let me clear up some. When a baby boy is in his mama's, in his mama's womb, and he is washed with testosterone, in that washing of testosterone that makes him a man, the connectors between the right and left hemisphere of his brain, many of them are cut. We don't have the same circuitry that you'll have. Watching TV, and they was watching this lady listening to the story, and both sides of her brains was lit up, firing. She was hearing the information, the logic side was firing, and also the emotional side was firing. They show a man, and just his logic side was on. His emotional side, even light up. You know, I just heard somebody say, I knew y'all was handicapped. I knew y'all was handicapped. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You just verify my thought. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. When someone breaks in the house, that male has to be able to go into action without no Uh emotion. It is for protection of his family. And that momentary delay in emotion to be able to go into action enables him to be the protector of his family. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. That's why, wives, you worry about a bill a month out. He don't worry about a bill to the day of. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> That's why God says let him lead because I condition him to carry the weight where you will have a nervous breakdown, he don't worry about it because his emotions ain't firing. He's trying to figure out a way. So let him take the lead because I made him to carry the weight. Listen, it has nothing to do with ability. It has everything to how we are designed. In the garden, what Adam found was he got a sense of itself. He found out that he large and in charge. Watch God, watch God bring him the elephant. Well, in fact, I believe what God did was, was out of the ground He brought the elephant, and an elephant is standing before him. The elephant turns around and do that elephant noise, which I don't know. And God said, Adam, what you going to name me? Lion. Lion. (laughs) That's my best. (laughs) Lion. What you going to name him? Lion. And the Bible said, whatever Adam named the animals, that was their name. That gave him authority. You know what God is showing him how to do? run kingdom business. Did you know you was created to rule? Did you know that God created you to have authority? You know, and unless you know that, you're going to walk in weakness and not walk in who you've been called to be. Hold on, ladies, let me, let me explain. You rule with him. But we have something that is larger in charge that you don't have. It's, let me spell it because it's hard for me to pronounce it. It's called ego. <laughs> <laughs> Unless a man has an ego that is in place, he don't feel like a man. That's why, ladies, the number one thing, and and I'm just giving y'all, I'm just giving y'all just, 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 we're not going to get deep in this yet, but the number one thing he needs from you is respect. I don't care how much you love him, if you don't respect him, he can't receive your love. His ego give him a strut when he walks. The fact that he got this from God, that, that, that he, he, he knows how to take things. Listen, God is so awesome that in chapter 2 of Genesis, when he actually talked about the God, he started talking about the land. He's talking about Euphrates and all that. Then he said, and there was gold in the land. And he started naming out, pre- they're, they're a pre- well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why in Genesis chapter 2, you start talking about you put gold in the land? Because Tracy, what I did was I put everything in the kingdom in its raw resources so that you can take it and build a kingdom. Because in order for you to soar like an eagle, you got to be like me and create and and form something. You need to build skyscrapers. You need to build airplanes. You need to take the gold and the diamonds and and, and formulate it for beauty. You need to put your, you need to have ideals, creativity. I put that in you. You know, you know what the richest place in the world is? A cemetery. What dreams died untouched? What, what, what? Somebody was either aborted or died that had the answer to AIDS. When you look at Genesis chapter 4 and it talks about Cain's family if you go down that list you will hear, okay, one of Cain's great grandkids was the maker of tents. Another one after a couple of generations was a maker of flutes of and hearts. Another one was, was a craftsman that worked in iron. And my question was, Look, well, why are you listing this? What's important to this? He said, they were born to be this. All right. All right. Yeah. Did you hear that? It was in them. Listen, they're not even saved. And they are creators and makers of things, taking the raw material. So, so I said, what has God put in you? Nobody is an accident. Nobody, I don't care how you got here. If if God did not speak you into existence. Matter of fact, before you was born, your spirit was in God. And and he has something in you that only you can bring to pass. Well, when we begin to really rise up, because Jesus came, First John 3 and 8 said, he came to destroy the works of the devil. Well what's the works of the devil? To slowly to kill us softly.